Hey everyone, Mario Barecki here, and I am known as the Conversation Guy. I'm also the founder of MediaMar, and at MediaMar, we help thought leaders craft and distribute conversations that convert. I believe everything starts with a conversation. I believe conversations are the most powerful way to create connections, to create relationships, and to create opportunities with each other. So everything has a basis in conversation. And on this podcast that you're about to listen to, I'm going to have 10-minute conversations with thought leaders to do just that, create relationships, create opportunity, but more importantly, to convey value, value from them and their perspective and how they operate on a daily basis, and to really tell a story that can bring some value and positivity tips, tricks, ideas, what have you, to your life to make it better. So sit back, relax, buckle in. It's going to be a wild ride. I know those things don't quite go together. Sit back, relax, and buckle in. But it's going to be a lot of fun, and we're going to get the conversation started right now. And as always, don't forget, if you like what you hear, please rate and review our podcast. It is my honor and privilege to bring back onto the line Johnny Pavlik. He is the founder and CEO of the international branding and marketing firm Mantra Media. He's got over 20 years of experience in branding, marketing, and strategy and has consulted with the European Parliament, the Tokyo Metropolitan Government, British members of Parliament, the NHS, the UKTI, and a plethora of others. He's been featured on such on such platforms as Good Morning Britain, the BBC Political Debates, BBC Radio, Osaka Radio, and many more. And over the last 10 years, he's had his strategies implemented by governmental, private, and charity sectors in North America, South Africa, Western Europe, Southeast Asia, and Australia. You can find more about him. His website is mantrahq.com, and you can also connect them on link, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. Check those links out in the show notes. And I want to mention that we had such a great conversation on the last episode. So if you missed that, go back, get yourself caught up, listen to that one, and we'll still be here when you get back. So it was just, we had a fantastic conversation, and I'm super excited for the upcoming one. Johnny, welcome back, my friend. Uh, thank you for having me back. It's a pleasure. It's great to have you. I love chatting with you even between shows we were chatting and i was like i was thinking in the back of my mind as we were talking man i wish we were recording this <laughs> <laughs> we get into some such good stuff i love talking to someone else who is also a very deep thinker and it kind of you know i was talking to someone the other day about this how it's like it's exciting just to get to know people in general i mean there's something about every single person that's unique and interesting and exciting and it's fun but when you meet someone that thinks similarly that you do, it's even more fun because you have that commonality and you can go deeper and you can explore different things and analyze things. And I, I just, I think it's a blast. I, I, I completely mirror your thoughts. I, I think it's, it's wonderful when you meet people who have similar values and similar, way, similar ways of thinking about the world, particularly when you live your purpose and live your values because you can connect with people on such a deep level understanding that you you're both on a journey you know you're a fellow traveler that's that's kindred in in trying to create impact or something meaningful in the world to that point let me ask you what is your purpose what's the thing that gets you up every day that gets you excited because like you have this business mantra hq that you've created that's doing amazing things all throughout the world and that though is a means to you know live your purpose to 
you know, whatever that may be. So I'm, I'm interested when you have something that big and that vast, like your company, you have to have a pretty big purpose that's fueling you to get to that point and build it beyond what you're currently doing. You're continuing to grow, continuing to scale, continuing to serve more and create bigger platforms and, you know, results for clients. What is that fuel that keeps you going? So firstly, I, what, I, what I want to do is I want to read you our, our company statement because it ties together very well. And so, so our mission is to deliver compelling communications and data-driven creative marketing services for people that share our values in building a healthier, more conscientious and kinder planet. And uh, we go on to say that in the next hundred years, our world will change, yet our mission, vision and values will only strengthen. And for me, that it all comes down to the same stuff, which is th there are different ways of living, obviously, and you have to respect that different people have different values and have different things that they want to do. It'd be boring if we were all the same, right? So for me, creating positive change and positive impact on the world that creates more joy in the lives of others is fundamental to me. I know what it's like to, to uh, be in lack. I know what it's like to uh, struggle and, and suffer with uh, certain scenarios and situations. So for me, if I can create joy and I can create impacts that help people have better outcomes in their lives, I've done my job as a human being. So my, my purpose is to basically make the world a better place than before I was in it. That's it. I love your purpose and I love the fact that, you know, you have this huge purpose, right? That's overarching and, but it, it's simple. It's like, you know, when, when you think of God, right? God is amazingly simple, but he's everything. And so it's hard for the human mind to conceive that. And when I say simple, I don't mean like simple, like lacking anything or no simple to the point where he's essence, right? He's the, the most perfect essence and being. And when I listen to your not that I'm comparing it to God, but when I listen to your purpose statement, <laughs> it, it's very it simple. Elevation from wizard, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's right, from wizard. <laughs> Slightly. Your your purpose is very simple, and but it's very powerful, and it's got the essence. But then you take that and in a real tangible way execute on that to make it a reality. And what I hear so much from, from people, especially entrepreneurs that are just getting started, they have these huge purposes, these huge things they want to do. And then when it comes time to execute on it, it's so big and seems so out there that they don't know what to do. They don't know how to do it. So they just start doing stuff and then the stuff doesn't typically work. And then they get frustrated because they feel like they failed. It's, it's, it's such a, an, an astute um, observation. And a, and I think it's if you truly believe in something and the values are aligned and you're putting in the, in some instances, extreme effort to get those outcomes, what comes out the other end is sometimes just incredible. So I'll give you an example. In our first five years of, at a, as a business, we'd created the, the biggest and most engaged online platform for veterans worldwide, uh, where we know we changed how many, you know, thousands of people perceive mental health in the armed forces. 
we diversified mentorship in schools in the UK tangibly because we because we could track all the people who, who applied to be mentors. We built bridges with commerce between certain countries. We, you know, there, there are things that we we achieved in our first five years. Of, you know, the, we did a, a national campaign for Together Women, which is a women's charity, and the amount of women who saw our campaign and then reached out for help. You know, young girls that were at risk of certain types of abuse. Again, it's a tangible thing, and it, you know, this is what we do. You know, we don't just build building businesses is easy, right? If you if you're a, a marketeer worth your your you know your weight, you should be able to get a business to scale pretty quickly. As long as you've got a sensible marketing budget, you can build a business. It's it's not hard, but creating tangible social change that improves the lives of others that's the bit that really excites me. You know, you give me a client that wants to sell a product, I can get them to sell thousands of those products very, very quickly. That's not a challenge. And I love doing that. I love helping build, help people build their businesses. But you give me a, you know, a tangible social problem that people aren't communicating properly or areas of communities are not being represented, not being represented or feel they don't have a voice. That excites me. I love that. And I think that, you know, when I look at your story, there are some similarities to mine as well. And I think it, it comes back and I, I preach this all the time on the show, this principle of you have to know what you want, but at the same time, you have to be open to the possibilities because, you know, just because we think, and that's, I think that frustrates a lot of people really quickly is it's something where they're like, I want this and this is how I want it. This is how it's going to look. This is how it's going to be. And this is how it's going to get done. And they're smashing their, themselves. They're like running into a brick wall over and over again, trying to get through it when all they have to do is take two steps to the right and walk through the doorway. And it's like, so I, I have this belief that, you know, you have to have an outcome that you want. You have to have like that purpose that we talked about, but then you have to take action on that. No, you have to have a specific outcome that you want to achieve, like a target to hit. You take action on that. And then based on that, you get feedback. You can take that feedback, analyze it, make adjustments, make changes, or other opportunities come up along the way because I really believe that action leads to insight. So you create, take this action, you learn some things, and then you can kind of pivot and make changes. Or maybe something else comes along that you didn't even see. Like 10 years ago, I didn't even know what I'm doing today was a thing. I didn't even know this was possible. So I couldn't say, I want to be a podcaster and have this podcast company and you know help people do these things because I didn't even know it was there. But from being a chef to taking a leap of faith to saying, okay, maybe, you know, God's leading me to go into entrepreneur, be an entrepreneur, to coach people in this manner, to do this, to do that. One thing led to the other. So, like, it's not a linear progression, right? It's like you try this, you take that path, you try that. And I have, like, dozens of things that I've tried over the years that I've put resources in, time in, that I was super excited about that just failed miserably, and that's like, okay, I learned something from that. I take it and I move on. And so I think that this principle of being focused on what you want to achieve, yet being open and flexible to the opportunities around you at the same time simultaneously is super important. And I kind of see that with you, with how you've gone from where you were as a musician and doing that 
to where you sit today and moving forward in the future what with your you know your mission statement and a hundred years from now looking at that because a hundred years from now who knows like I, I mean maybe we'll still be here but if your company's still around and it's still thriving the environment is probably most likely going to be vastly different than the environment today so then what and, and I think that's why purpose being purpose driven I mean it's it's funny now isn't it because mental health and looking after your staff and uh, being purpose-driven. These are now themes. These are now campaigns. These are now common things. And I think people, you know, are jumping on the boat but don't truly do these things properly. But for us, we were purpose-driven from day one. And, you know, we, we have an internal psychologist. We've always had an internal psychologist because the idea is that everybody who works in our company gets 24-7 psychological support if they ever need anything you know and that's again it's obvious to me it's you know life is not linear as you say it's a roller coaster and resilience is the key to riding that roller coaster and keeping steadfast having that foundation and exceptional endurance we all need endurance because as you say you can create plans you can create maps and we do all this kind of stuff you know like always planning but it it will always be different <laughs> it will always be different and it's never reasonable to expect that plans will go exactly as as you intend them to people who do that will suffer psychologically you have to be resilient to understand. And I think this is a key skill they need to teach in schools is that things will never turn out exactly as you plan for them. And if you make the unreasonable expectation for them to do so, you will only cause yourself psychological harm. That's super important, what you just said. And it, the, the flip side to that is... If you, you know, nothing's ever guaranteed, but a lot of times I've found in my life that if I do things the right way with the right intentions, keeping the things in order, keeping the main thing, the main thing, mm -hmm. usually it doesn't turn out the way I anticipated, but a lot of times it turns out better. Exactly. Exactly. And that, I mean, that's one of the, there's so many things that's, that's happened, uh, in the life, in my life and life of mantra where we thought things were going to go a particular direction. And they didn't. And uh, actually, something came along the next day, and it was like, wow, this is, this is like 10 times better than that other thing. Wow. And so it's, I think life has a way of um, giving you not necessarily what you want, but what you need. Um, and uh, I completely mirror your your thoughts on if you follow your purpose and your values and you put the work in, you'll get there. It may not be the same journey, but you'll get there. Yeah, you have to cooperate with it, right? 
that's the main thing is you have to you can't fight it you have to work with it and that's it's a beautiful thing it's a huge weight lifted anyway off of my shoulders when i realized this that like because i look at you know I'm i'm a i'm a christian so i always like to go back to the bible and look at biblical stories and when you look at like when christ fed the multitudes you know the apostles he's they said hey these people have to eat send them away and jesus said no you feed them and they said, well, how do you want us to feed them? We don't have any money. We don't have, he's like, well, what do you have? And they said, we got these loaves and these fishes. And he said, okay, bring them to me. And not only did he feed all of those people, but there were baskets left over afterwards. So what I take from that is like, as a follower of Christ, I don't have to make the miracle. I just have to bring the loaves and the fish. I just have to cooperate and, you know, cooperate, whether you, you know, whether you call it God, grace, you know, the universe, whatever, whatever your label and your belief, you know, I call it God. I think that when I cooperate with God, I don't have to provide the miracle and I don't have, you know, and that's where these good things show up. As long as, again, you keep things in order and you cooperate with what's happening and you're proactive with wanting to contribute to the common good. I think when you do that, good things happen. I I completely agree. I think if you, you, there, there are things. There are always things around you that will help you get to where you need to be. And um, we spoke about this earlier as well. About the right people come at the right time mm-hmm. uh, when you need them or you're ready. And that is so true for me. When I've needed uh, to be around certain people, I've thought, I really. It's like the what we were speaking about in the last episode about um, us wanting to expand in North America. I just had an intention. <laughs> I have an intention. I, I, I want to be able to give value in a country that probably needs a little bit of help at the moment, um, and um, and help from people who aren't just motivated by money. People who are motivated by doing good in the world, because um, you know, you guys in the US have had a lot of challenges with, I think, possibly too much greed and too much. Um, too much emphasis on individualism and not enough on collectivism and not enough on how do we work together to solve problems and make life better for all of us, not just me. And I think, you know, that intention to have a positive influence on a country that has had some big challenges recently um, has materialized already, you know, speaking with you today, um, I've, I've got a, a meeting with a company in Seattle in a couple of hours. I've, you know, it's it's constantly growing right now. And um, I think that is all about attention and, and putting in the work. Hmm. And really quickly, to speak to your point about money, um, that's such a that's, a, that's a really important insight, you know, that you make there is like being focused on the money, because I really believe, you know, money is just a byproduct. It's a byproduct of the the value you provide and the service you do. So the people who focus on money, typically, if, if they get lucky or figure out a way to achieve it without providing a lot of values, it never that story never ends well, mm-hmm. right? It's like if you focus on what you're doing, focus on the good, focus on you know people, companies providing value, helping other people get to where they want to be, then the money is going to be there because you're providing a valuable service. But then when that money comes in, since you're already operating under the guise of the good, you're going to do good things with that money to help more people. Yeah. So it's not going to be like, I, I just 
tuck it all away so I can live my dream life and forget about everyone else. It's yeah, I deserve to, to be able to experience life in a certain way because I've put in the time and the effort and helped enough people to make that a possibility. But how can I help other people do the same thing? Exactly. I mean, you, you look at people like Warren Buffett, you know, he, you know, he still wears the same, you know, $10 jumpers and has the same car he's had for the last 25 years. And, you know, it's not about personal gain. He just does something he really enjoys and gives away 99.9% of everything he owns because he wants to help others. You know, that that's wonderful. And, you know, and, and that's what I mean. You know, it's great if you can give value and you can monetize that value so that you can live a comfortable life but you having a comfortable life is is just half of it because contribution is so much it's so important to your health to contribute um you know that this 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 year like we you know we couldn't meet at christmas family couldn't meet at christmas and one of our staff were i was saying you know i'm not really not sure what to do this year because i can't see my family this year because of COVID. And this is the kind of, you know, the teams I have, they're such beautiful human beings, have instant reaction. There was no pause, just instant reaction was, oh, there's a soup kitchen in town, blah, blah, blah. You should go there and just volunteer for the day. You know, so it's kind of, and, and, and for me, that is like a, it's a beautiful response, which is, you know, contribution, contribution. What can we give? What can we do? And when you talk about psychological health, that's a huge part of psychological health is being able to give back to others beyond yourself. That's where real fulfillment comes from. Oh gosh, yes. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think contribution and service are massively underrated. Um, I think, I think people don't don't fully understand yet the. Um, the importance of this because we've had such a individualistic culture in the West for so long that, and this, again, it's another thing, you know, it's, it's education and exposure to different cultures. You know, if people are going to survive, and I wrote this on LinkedIn this morning, if people are going to survive uh, in the workplace in the next 10 to 20 years and then beyond, they're going to need a really good skill set about international cultural awareness and competencies they're going to need it. It's fundamental. If you're not uh, extra culturally uh, competent in how other people need to communicate around the world and have different ways of doing things in business, you're not going to survive. So it's, you know, there's people need to, and, and that's about collectivism. It's like, what does, and, and empathy, you know, again, another fundamental, we, we have to be empathetic of what other people are thinking and feeling. Um, it's, you know, in COVID, a lot of people have had a lot of problems and they may have done things that they think are weird. So, you know, people behave in ways that, that confuses themselves. And the reason for that is because of the continuing challenges that we're going through. Now, as an empath, it's my job to go, oh, that person's responding in a really strange way. Or oh, that person's done something today that's really odd. Um, but then to go, okay, what are they struggling with? What do they need? How can I give them the, the, the support so that um, they're functioning at their optimal selves? 
And I think that's something that gets missed. I mean, it's missed in most large organizations, unfortunately. Um, but I think it's missed outside of organizations as well. Um, I think it's an interpersonal skill that everyone should have, is how can you be empathetic in a situation where someone's struggling? Because somebody might be being a little bit passive-aggressive or they might be uh, not responding in a timely manner or doing something that's just making the machine not work properly. The, instead of just giving them a bollocking and, you know, just you know, just being unfair and aggressive and uh, unempathetic, we should always be going starting with empathy, like, okay, what can I do to help? What do you need? You, you, Something's not working for you. How can I help you? I think in a way, empathy is the opposite of judgment. Because instead of being judgmental and saying like, oh, look at how ridiculous they're behaving or why are they acting like that? Or, you know, you need to stop that or you need to do, you're saying, what's going on? How do you, you know, what, how do they feel? What are they dealing with? How can I help? And it's not judging the behavior. I mean, it's looking at it objectively. It's not judging it, but it's helping them overcome what's causing. It's like the root cause, right? Instead of taking the aspirin to get rid of the headache, let's figure out what's causing the headache and fix that. It's a beautiful analogy, a, a beautiful analogy, and absolutely spot on, absolutely spot on. Uh, prevention is better than cure. Absolutely. Johnny, thank you so much. I want to ask you one more question, and I'll let you go. I know we've gone a little long this episode, but I've just loved the conversation, so I didn't want to stop it. So that's uh, that speaks to, to your depth, my friend, and how much I've enjoyed this. Um, we, let's go back to Gio really quickly. We talked about your outcome on the last episode. Um, today, I'd just like to ask you to share a couple things that you go back to on a daily basis that you're grateful for and that help put you in that state so that you can operate from a place of being truly grateful instead of, you know, any other state there. Because I think gratitude is one of the most powerful places we can be. Gratitude is a, is a, a skill, I think. And it's uh, something that if you work on daily, it improves so many areas of your life. Uh, for me, um, to be in this experience now, um, that, that's something I wake up every day and I'm like, huh, every day above ground is a good day, right? So... <laughs> Yeah. So for me, it's kind of like the first thing is just is being gracious that I exist. And that's I mean, that's a pretty low bar. You know, there's the, but not necessarily because existence is like and when you think about it, it'll blow your mind. I mean, the fact that you're here and you're a being and you're experiencing this through through you and you've, you've been given this opportunity that like none of us did anything to be born like our parents may have done a few things but we didn't do anything to be ourselves to have this opportunity to be here we just like won the lottery of lotteries and here we are so i mean thinking about that is like when you compare everything else that happens to the opportunity that you have of actually being here and experiencing it it's like you know, I don't really have that many problems, do I? Because I get, I have another chance. Even if I fall flat and this thing totally blows up that I'm doing right now, at least I'm still alive and I have another opportunity. I, I, I think that's a beautiful insight. And it goes very well together with my, it doesn't matter where you are now, 
doesn't matter how difficult things seem in this moment, how challenged things may seem in this moment, like everything is insurmountable, this too shall pass. It can't rain all the time. Things will change. doesn't matter how happy you are or how sad you are. That mood is going to change. Nothing is, is constant. And that's really useful to understand for everybody is that everything changes. And uh, no matter where you start, you, can all, you will always grow and you'll always progress and things will always move forward. It's inevitable. I love it. Well, Johnny, thank you for everything, not only on this episode, but on the last episode as well. And I remind people to find you at mantrahq.com and to also connect with you on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. It's been such a pleasure. And let's definitely do this again soon. An absolute pleasure. Thank you ever so much. Hey, everyone. I want to sincerely thank you for listening to the podcast. It really means a lot to me. Conversations are what I thrive on. It's something that I believe is so important for each and every one of us to have conversations that matter, to have conversations that connect us, to create relationships with each other. So the conversation that I have with the guests that are on the show, the conversations that the guests and I create to have with you are equally important and a great way for you to have conversations with us is to rate and review the podcast. So if you could go to Apple Podcasts, go to wherever you listen to your podcasts and rate and review this, it is much appreciated. And you can always find us at MediaMario.com. If you go to MediaMario.com, you can find all the things there. If you want to connect with the guests that I had on today or guests that I've had on the show in the past, you can go to MediaMario.com and get their information. If you want to connect with me and have a conversation with me, I welcome that. All my social links everywhere that you can find me all over the web is at MediaMario.com. So go there, visit us, connect with us. I'd love to have conversations with you. I hope you found value in today's show, and I can't wait to bring you the next conversation on the next episode of The Conversation Guy. Until then, have a wonderful day, and we'll talk to you real soon.